0: The views and opinions expressed to make sure that the host do not represent the views of felony impromptuess or some of watch. This program also contains strong language. which is not intended for those of the age of 18. Thank you and enjoy the show.
1: I was five and he was six. We rode on horses made of sticks Seasons came and changed the time, when I grew up I called him mine. He would always laugh and say, remember when we used to play, bang bang.
2: Welcome one and all to another episode of Open Air Sonar where the Surgeon General has warned can be detrimental to your hearing if not taken in moderation. I am your host, Tony, and I have a great show for you today, folks. Um, you know, it's been a while. I'm back now. Everything's all good. Um, but I guess we must read an email, and I, I chose one today that's a little trippy. So this one comes to us from George, who uh, resides in Plano, Texas. Uh, George writes, I like your show, and I was wondering if you would weigh in on the debate happening in our country, that surrounds our country now, the debate on critical race theory. I don't think this stuff belongs in our schools and communities, and your thoughts would be greatly appreciated. Thank you, George. Okay, first off, just because they might speak of race as a topic in a classroom doesn't make it CRT. And I'm gonna explain, okay? so is what CRT argues in a nutshell is that racial gaps in wealth, power, and status persist not because of conscious hatred or malicious discrimination, but because of unconscious biases and the routine ways that institutions operate to the benefit some groups at the expense of others. In this view, racial inequality is not the result of bad moral character, but of beliefs and practices inherited from the past. CRT, CRT does not say that white people today should feel guilty about this. We are not. but Most proponents of CRT would say, responsible for the sins of previous generations. What we are responsible for if we care about justice and want to make our institutions to promote it is making change. So do you honestly think that elementary students will understand this? (laughs) Truthfully, I barely understand it as it is, but so, if you think this way, then you might want to have your head examined because, truthfully, this shit is just another made up culture war for politicians to keep their fucking free healthcare and their, their money. So, because they don't have shit to run on otherwise, you know. So, there you have it, George. If you would like to email me, please do people. Uh, that's C R Y O V A T O at gmail.com. And a reply is guaranteed. So, I hope I was able to answer your question the best I could. I find that shit just plain out fucking stupid personally but uh, that's just me. Anyway, let's get down to the show people. So I want to dedicate this episode to these fine women from Large, for without them this show wouldn't even exist. So this one's for you ladies and I hope you like it. So we are going to do women who rock. This one comes to us, you know, this I've been I've been wanting to do this one for a long time. I just didn't know how to do it but i got an idea it's down and i'm ready to fucking give it to you guys so uh let's start off with the first song shall we so this one takes us to 1964 this is the live cut of sister rosetta tharp didn't it rain you guys are listening to open air sonar and please stick with us
3: Oh, the sweet horsey. Oh this is the wonderfulest time of my life. Oh, this, you know oh let me tell you something. Uncle Joe? And we're to rain and sing. And the people are so sweet to stay here. And I come in on them. Let me tell you what I come in on. Oh, yeah! Children, rain on glass, didn't it? Yes, didn't it? You know it, 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 oh, my Lord, how it rain. You know it rained for the days, rain for the nights. To make my garment fit me right. And when to get to heaven, gonna pull on my robe. Walk around and go in glory, tell the glad news. Look up, David, in the heat of the day. Didn't it? Oh, my How it rain?
2: That was Sister Rosetta Tharp with her nineteen sixty-four live cut of Didn't It Rain you know, she attained popularity in the 30s and 40s with her gospel recordings, characterized by a unique mixture of spiritual lyrics and electric guitar that was extremely important to the origins of rock and roll. She was the first great recording star of gospel music to appeal to, you know, gospel music to appeal to rhythm and blues and rock and roll audiences, later being referred to as the original soul sister and the godmother of rock and roll. She influenced early, you know, tons of of musicians like Johnny Cash, Carl Perkins, Chuck Berry, Elvis, Jerry Lee Lewis. And uh, she was a pioneer in her guitar technique. She was among the first popular recording artists to use heavy distortion on her electric guitar, presaging the rise of electric blues. And her guitar playing technique has a profound influence on the development of British blues in the 1960s. Uh, in particular, a European tour with Muddy Waters in '64, with a stop in Manchester, on May 7th, is cited by prominent British guitarists such as Eric Clapton, Jeff Beck, and Keith Richards. So, you know, she was ruling to cross the line between sacred and secular by performing her music of light in the darkness of nightclubs and concert halls with big bands behind her. Tharp pushed spiritual music into the mainstream and helped pioneer the rise of pop gospel beginning in 1938 with the recording Rock Me and with her 1939 hit This Train. And her technique, her her unique music, you know, left a lasting mark on more conventional gospel artists. You know, while she even offended some conservative churchgoers with her forays into the pop world, she never left gospel music. So, thank you, Sister Rosetta Tharp, who died in 1973 as a revolt, result of a stroke. So, wherever you are, Sister, thank you so much for the tunes. We really appreciate it and hope you're happy wherever you are. So... Okay, on to the next musical goddess. The given name of this talented female singer was Eunice Kathleen Wayman, also known as Nina Simone, with her 1967 cut of the House of the Rising Sun. Don't go away, people. This is a good one. She's one of my favorites. This is open air sonar.
4: I'm mm-hmm. you. If I had only listened to what my mama
0: said
4: I'd be at home today But being so young and foolish my lord Let a gambling i okay. My race is almost one
2: That was Nina Simone with her 1967 cut of House of the Rising Sun. So Nina was born six of eight children in Tryon, North Carolina, and she initially aspired to be a concert pianist. Um, And, you know, when she got older, uh, you know, to make a living, uh, Simone started playing piano at, at a nightclub in Atlantic City, and she changed her name to Nina Simone to disguise herself from family members, having chosen to play the devil's music or so-called cocktail piano Um, you know and she was actually really really volatile Um, she was known for her temper and outbursts of aggression like in 1985 uh, Simone fired a gun at a record company executive whom she accused of stealing royalties Uh, Simone said she tried to kill him but missed and in 1995, while living in France, she shot and wounded her neighbor's son with an air gun after the boy's laughter disturbed her concentration, and she perceived his response to her complaints as racial insults. Uh, she was sentenced to eight months in jail, which was suspending, uh, you know, a psych- psychiatric review. And, you know, it was pretty well known that she took medication from the 60s onward. She was bipolar, and, you know, it only a small group of intimates knew that she was actually on this. So after her death, the medication was confirmed as the antipsychotic triathlon, which Simone's best friends and caretakers sometimes, <laughs> this is crazy, mixed into her food when she refused to follow her treatment plan. So, but she was definitely one of my favorites and she still is. I have, I have a huge picture of her up on my wall. And, but anyway, so on to the next song. So this one comes to us from Icantina Turner for River Deep Mountain High their 1966 cut. Stick around there's a lot to say about this one folks. This is Open Air Sonar. That was Anna Mae Bullock, also known as Tina Turner, with Phil Spector's cut of River Deep Mountain High from 1966. So, you know, widely referred to as the queen of rock and roll, she rose to prominence as the lead singer of the Ike and Turner Review before launching a solo career as a solo performer. But if anybody's ever watched What Love's Got to Do With It, we know that guy fucking sucked. He was an asshole. And it was a good thing that Tina got away from him because you know in the 80s turner launched one of the greatest comebacks in music history her 1984 multi-platinum album private dancer contained the hit song what's love got to do with it which won the grammy award for record of the year and became her first and only number one on the billboard top 100. Um, at age 44 she was the oldest female solo artist to top the hot 100 and uh, you know ever since then she's just been a lightning rod bringing in these huge crowds like um in 1988 she set a then Guinness World Record for the largest paying audience of 180,000 people for a solo performer. And she was also in movies, man. She was in uh set 1975's Tommy, uh Mad Max Beyond the Thunderdome and Last Action Hero. I loved her in Mad Max, dude. That she was fucking rad. But um and having sold over 100 million records worldwide, Turner is one of the best-selling record artists of all time. So I know you're living in Switzerland, dear, so uh, take care of yourself. And uh, hopefully we hear you soon. And um, let's get on to our next song. So this takes us to the soul. We're we're moving on into soul. So this is Gladys Knight and the Pips with their cut of Neither One of Us. This is open air sonar. Stick around with me because we're gonna go to break after this. And hey, I love you, okay? I'm gonna was Gladys Knight and the Pips with their 1972 cut of Neither One of Us Wants to Be the First to Say Goodbye. Uh, dubbed, you know, the Empress of Soul, you know, Gladys was just instrumental with the whole soul subgenre. And, you know, starting out as simply the Pips in 1952, they derived from a cousin's nickname. With the founding members were being Gladys Knight's brother, Merrill Bubba Knight, sister, Brenda Knight, and cousins, Eleanor Guest and William Guest. After a couple of years of performing in talent shows, the group signed with Brunswick Records in 57 and recording a couple of singles that failed to chart. But Brenda and Eleanor, you know, guess eventually left the group and were replaced by another cousin, Edward Patton. And then, you know, and a non-relative Langston George in 59, and this lineup produced the group's first hit single with Every Beat of My Heart. After the single was released on three different labels, they changed their name to Gladys Knight and the Pips in 61. And Langston George left the same year, and Gladys Knight left in 62 to start a family with musician Jimmy Newman. And Knight rejoined in 64, and this lineup continued until the group's disbandment in 89. But, you know, I, I love this song. You know, it's it's probably one of my favorite, favorite soul songs of all time. And I, I, I got a little side note, personal story to tell you about this one. So I went to Oakland many years ago because I heard she was going to be signing records at a record shop, and so, of course, I go down there I wait in line I'm in I I'm sticking out like a sore thumb you know here's this little rocker dude with you know dreadlocks down to my knees and you know standing at this record store in Oakland and waiting in line to see Gladys and when I got up to her she looked at me and she says hey baby you you look okay you okay I said yeah I'm fine and she you know she was just such a gracious lady and just super nice all the way around and I'm thankful that I got the chance to meet her, and I hope to see her again in the future, too. So I hear she's out on the road right now, and maybe I'll have to get out there and check her out. So anyway, people, we are going to go ahead and take a break right now. I hope, I hope, I trust that you've been enjoying the show so far. And if not, really, I don't give a fuck because, you know, how many of you out there are there really? Maybe, what, three or four people listening to this show? But whatever the case may be, I love you three or four people very much. You keep me in business, and that's how we like it. So don't go far. It's going to be a small break, and uh, come back. we got another half to go, people. This is Open Air Sonar.
5: my life was ready for a change.
1: It really looks terrible.
2: Good.
5: It all started with Joan. I'm Joan Jett. Um, I play, I play guitar, electric guitar.
0: Ooh,
4: Joan Jett, that's a cool name. You guys got a demo? No,
1: no, I don't, no guys. I want to start an
3: all-girl rock band.
4: Really? Maybe I am the luckiest dog after all. Hey, Sandy. Sandy West is a drummer. Joan Jett claims to be some sort of guitar goddess. Once we met, we love your look. We are choosing you to be a part of rock and roll history. I like your style. A little Bowie, a little Bardot. A look on your face that says, I could kick the out of a truck driver. Johnny. This is Joan Jet. And you are? Cherie. Cherie? Cherie what? Curry. Cherie Curry. Is that your real name? Well, Cherie Curry, do you sing or play a musical instrument?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I can sing. I want a talent show lip-singing to David Bowie.
4: Why? Why? Ask the maybe great Cherie Curry, read my lips. you want to be in the band?
6: Are you kidding? We did what no one else thought we could do.
1: You know how many nams think they're gonna make it? Well, excuse me if I don't want to look at the pub and fries for the rest of my life. People said we were a bad influence. Open up, you filthy vomit. But who are they to tell us that? What is this? It ain't baby shampoo. We were about to make rock and roll history. We did it. Mercury Records. We got signed. We got signed.
4: Of any group I've seen
0: over over.
4: to tear this world apart.
0: Can't
5: stay at home, can't stay in school. I just gotta spend time with my family. Your family? Are we not your family now? For... Hello, Hello, we were the first girls to rock. And we did it the only way we knew how
0: on our own.
2: Hey everybody, welcome back to Open Air Sonar. I hope you have noticed that I have been on my best behavior today, considering that this episode is for the ladies, so I'm trying not to be fucking crude. So uh, during the break, we actually got a trailer for the biofilm The Runaways about the influential all-female rock band that formed in 1975 and gave us the rock queens Joan Jett and Lita Ford and one of my personal favorites. Uh, unfortunately, they split in 1979, but goddamn, Cherry Bomb is such a fucking badass song, dude. It, it just blew me the fuck away, but that one was for you ladies, wherever you are. So, let's get on to the rock goddess countdown, shall we? So, this queen was known for her electric stage presence and powerful mezzo-soprano vocals. This is her cover of George Gershwin's Summertime, released uh, on the album by Big Brother and the Holding Company, Cheap Thrills, in 1968. You're listening to Open Air Sonar, people. Please stay with me, folks. This is a good one. I'm right. That was Big Brother and the Holding Company with their cover of Summertime, released on their second album, and also the last album that Janice performed on before she died, uh, before she went on her solar career in 68 for Cheap Thrills. Uh, But this album, uh, the band actually incorporated recordings of crowd noise to give the impression of a live album, for which it was subsequently mistaken, of course, by listeners. And, you know, my mother absolutely loved this song, and she loved Janice Joplin, and for which is why I kind of added it here today. I'm not really sure if many of you know, but my mother passed this last year, and, you know, we were pretty close, and that song always makes me think of her, you know, and when I usually think of my mom, I smile. And, um, and also, that song was used in the Ralph Bakshi film from 1981, American Pop, where our female lead in the film dies of a heroin overdose, Uh, which subsequently Janice died of as well in 1970 and such an amazing talent gone at only 27 years old and uh, that one was for you mom and I sure do miss you but anyway on to our next track Uh, this track takes us to a softer side of Stevie Nicks Uh, this is the unreleased track from the solo album Belladonna released in 81 So here it is folks, I give you Sleeping Angel that was on the movie Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Almost there kiddies, this is Open Air Sonar. That was Stevie Nicks with her cut of Sleeping Angel that unfortunately didn't make it on the Belladonna album and instead found its way on the soundtrack of Fast Times at Ridgemont High, where it was played during the abortion scene starring Jennifer Jason Leigh. But you know, Belladonna went on to sell 65 million copies in the U.S. alone, and after the release of this album, Stevie was dubbed by Rolling Stone to be the, the reigning queen of rock and roll and was named one of the greatest songwriters of all time and being inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame twice, people. Can you fucking imagine that? So thank you, Stevie, for, well, you know, being you. We love you. So on to our next tune, people. I give you Marianne Joan Elliott Saeed, also known as Polystyrene. This is X-Ray Specs with... Oh, Bondage Up Yours from 1977. Please stay with me, people. This is going to be so much fun. This is open air sonar.
5: (laughs) Some people think little girls should be seen and not heard, but I think.
0: Oh, Bondage Up Yours!
2: That was Polystyrene with X-Ray specs with O Bondage, Up Yours from the 1977 release, Germ-Free Adolescence. They were known as deliberate underachievers and only released five singles in one album, but Germ-Free Adolescence is widely acclaimed as a classic of the punk rock genre. So after watching a very early gig by the Sex Pistols at a mostly uh, empty hall, Uh, playing a set of, of course, cover songs, she was inspired to put an ad in the music papers for young punks who want to stick it together to form a band, and thus X-Ray Specs was born. She chose the name Polystyrene from the Yellow Pages. Uh, She was looking for something plastic. Uh, She was described by Billboard as the archetype for the modern-day feminist punk, and you know, she also described herself as as an observer, you know, not suffering artists from a tortured experience, you know. Um, she said she was playing with words and ideas and having a laugh about everything, sending it up. Um, you know, I mean, she was just all the way around. And You know, she, she did this, one of my most favorite lines that she ever did was, uh, she said, uh, yes, I am a poser. I don't care. Something staring. God, now I can't even remember the damn thing. But anyway, she was an amazing, an amazing musician. And sadly, unfortunately, in April of twenty fifth of two thousand eleven, at the age of fifty three, she died of metastatic breast cancer. Um, her daughter Celestine's diary revealed that she had been treated for breast cancer and that it spread to her spine and lungs. So, thank you, Polly, for everything that that you've done with, you know, music and yeah, just for being you, really. But, okay, people, on to our last goddess, but definitely not the least. Uh, she was born Wendy Orlean Williams. Yes, folks, the plasmatics with rock and roll from the 1982 release, Coup de tat. This is Open Air Sonar, people. Please stay around. I've got a lot to tell you about this, and we got to close this, this, this show off in style for the ladies, all right? Thank you. was wendy o williams in the plasmatics with rock and roll from the 1982 release coup de Tate. um so wendy you know she was she was always pretty wild especially like her stage shows you know she uh she was noted for on stage theatrics which included uh partial nudity you know exploding equipment firing shotguns and you know chainsaw and guitars and even performing her own stunts and videos She often sported a mohawk hairstyle, and in 85, during the height of her popularity as a solo artist, she was nominated for a Grammy for Best Female, you know, Rock Vocal Artist, and, uh, you know, she even did a bunch of different jobs, you know, before she got famous. She was a lifeguard, she was a stripper, she was a macrobiotic cook, whatever the fuck that is, and a server at Dunkin' Donuts, you know, and she even uh, appeared in a porno film called Candy Goes to Hollywood, which is really crazy, and if you ever get the chance, check it out, but... She was definitely one of her own, you know. And unfortunately, you know, she passed away on April 6th of 98 from a self-inflicted gunshot wound to the head. So, Wendy, wherever you are, I hope the f- you find the peace in death that you could not find in life. Um, and, you know, I I really wish that I could have gotten to a lot more um ladies to talk about because there are so many more women bands out there they're just fucking phenomenal but um the one thing that I you know I admire and pity about these artists at the same time was their ability to mask and tolerate pain on a scale unimaginable to men and for this they will have my undying respect and and I want this episode to go out as a testament to all the strong women in my life You know, like uh, my grandmother, Andrea, who I lost in 2021. um, She had the biggest heart and always wanting to feed those who were around, you know. And uh, to my mother, Melanie, who I also lost in 2021. And whenever I think of her in my head, I still smell the baked goods that she used to make. And I sure do miss those too. And I love them. I love you both very much. Um, And to my sister, Melissa, who is a beacon of light in a sea of despair. And, you know, my rock and to my wife and my best friend, Candy, who is always a warm blanket of comfort and love and understanding when I really need it the most. And, uh, to my daughter, Erica, who I'm so proud of and always available to make me laugh and tell me a good joke whenever I need it. And last but not least, you know, the fine women at six degrees of a belly dancer and Sun De large for whom without you, I wouldn't have a show. So thank you for your talent, your grace and your warmth. So listen guys, as I close this show, I'm gonna go ahead and quote Tupac. He said it's time to be real to our women, time to heal our women. So I will leave you with a song, you know, that reminds us that nothing lasts forever and every day you should live every day like it's your last and know that love and friendship can last in eternity. Those things don't die, so I'm going to go ahead and cut out now. This is The Rose, sung by Bette Midler. So take care, everyone, and thank you for letting me share today. Adios.